ha. Okay. Shenanigans. Sure. Shenanigans. Oh, no, I'm sad. Thanks, Mark. Clowns? Circus orcs. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Stinger. This is the Heroic 28th Network. Warhammer 40K and miniature wargaming. With a little bit of nonsense. <laughs> Don't forget to laugh. Otherwise, what's the point? Stinger. <laughs> that was all right. Wow, what a depressing uh, <laughs> intro. A friend in the Warhammer community died. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Played Circus Arcs. Even more depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can kill one of y'all this session. <laughs> Probably me. Yeah. Uh, I'm Mark. I'm the DM or Dungeon Master because we're playing D and D. This is our third session of D and D. And when last we left our intrepid explorers, they had finally gotten out of the swamp, made it to the town of Marais de Tarascon, and they were just entering and had heard some singing. Find out what tune. Let's first hear who the listeners are. On my left, playing with this phone is uh, I'm Iz- I'm Izzy, and I'm playing Gramps. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> whoops, my bad. Uh, I'm Rob, and I'm playing Thorin right now. He is uh, a dwarf cleric. Sitting next to him is I'm also Izzy, and I'm also playing Gramps. <laughs> <laughs> Just in dwarf form. Just in dwarf form. His yeah. name is Rick. And, and he's what, a paladin. Okay. Uh, and sitting next to him is... Luke! You. Yes. <laughs> also the listener. Representative of the listeners. Yes. Who's listening in on this issue? Then sitting next to listener Luke is... I'm Izzy. I'm also playing Gramps. Uh, now, I'm Kirk. I'm playing Miros, a Minotaur Ranger. Ranger. Great. Don't give me that face. So That's completely normal. He's a uh, ranger from a race where he breaks the stereotypes and he has a positive outlook on life, possibly good. Does he wield dual scimitars? No, that'd be ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> what is what are his weapons actually? Um horns. His horns, <laughs> yeah. obviously. And just and like he has a, two of those. And just yeah. It's like a long sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A war hammer if he <laughs> finds any undead. But the right one has a minus four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, it's got a chip in the ivory. Last but not stand least. Uh, I'm Rob and I'm playing Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you sound so handsome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Sean and I'm playing a dwarven bard. Uh, named Preta. Okay. Uh, so y'all made it into Marai de Tarascon with Luke, who is following behind you, the empty-eyed individual who likes to talk about... Well, you hadn't figured out what he's talking about, actually. Um, so you are here singing. Now, as you go up to the... Um, up to the town... Most of the shops are saying that they're closed and that uh, nothing else is really seems to be going on. What are y'all doing? You know what? I want to make a medicine roll and check out Luke. Okay. Medicine roll? Is that like some sort of doobie? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Legalized medicine roll. I rolled a four. 
You are not sure what is wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. You have identified that something's wrong, which is the first step. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. I rolled a seven. <laughs> and you are still about as unsure as you were before. <laughs> Would it not be more prudent for the, the, the healer to make the medicine roll and maybe get an assist of some sort? Well, well, he rolled, and that was not good enough for an assist either. So you rolled now. Okay. If you want to. I'm actually... Uh, 11. I am proficient in medicine. <laughs> yeah. The 11, you think that he is suffering from some kind of mental illness. Hmm. It's not... You don't think it's a virus think... or disease, or else his ability should have... Well, well, they wouldn't know what a virus is. I think it's crazy. It's not some little bug. <laughs> maybe we can't help him, but maybe somebody up at this town knows who he is. Maybe uh, they can figure it out. Uh, I need to double check something. Because right. you said you you uh, lay on hands, Tim. Correct? Correct. Yep. And it didn't clear it? Did not clear it. So, the signs on the windows proclaim that they are closed for a funeral or gone to the church. Well, let's go to the church and ring the bell. <laughs> okay. Or just go in the front door. <laughs> well, what what you do is in a little square of the town outside the church, which is sort of the focus point of the of the small village. The it it is a small square. It is not a large clearing, but there is seems to be an outdoor funeral, and they are proceeding up towards the hill where you see a cemetery, sort of crowning the hill. Before we start making that way, I'm going to untie myself from the rope and tie the rope somewhere to, like, I guess, in there's some type of pier or. Okay. And tie up the boat. Yeah, if, in case you want to go back to it. Yeah. All right. It is duly noted, and with your special ability, you know you could get right back there if you needed to. Yeah. Well, I want to make sure if we come across the rightful owner of the boat, we can. Give it back to him. Okay, good. Or sell it. If if nothing else, uh, after if I rest, I can probably get uh, cure disease as a spell. I think he does that as his lay on hands ability. Yeah. I didn't know if there'd be like multiple stacking diseases or oh. Oh, something uh, like usually that. Usually one casting doesn't clears. Takes, clears anything applicable. Okay. It's how I read it, but it's been a while. I can stack it. Hmm. Um... All right. As you approach the crowd, a few people seem solemnly to gaze at you suspiciously, but no one's saying anything. The priest is uh, going through what sounds like the last rites type uh, liturgy. The the villagers stop looking at you, start looking at the priest, and you see that the coffin, which is being borne on a cart with like open sides, is wrapped in heavy chains. Uh, the priest's booming voice is loud enough that everyone can hear him in the churchyard. Friends and family, we mourn the untimely death of Jeremiah Degree. He laments, let us take comfort in the fact that he goes to a better place. Let us pray that his eternal rest is peaceful and without incident. Jeremiah, you will be missed. But you will not be welcome here again. Depart this plane and go to the next world with our blessing. He continues this, the ritual, uh, but you all hear a muffled banging coming, which causes him to like stop for a second and then 
continue the chant. The villagers visibly flinch, but regain their composure. But you hear banging sounds, uh, and the coffin rocks back and forth. But everyone is acting as if nothing serious is going on. I run up to the coffin, and I yell, What are y'all doing? (laughs) Okay. As a dwarf. (laughs) Y'all. Uh... The priest and a man who seems to be dressed in like chainmail and with a helmet with a uh, like a crest on it, right? But comes up to you and they say, "No, no, no! Please, you must stop. Uh, we will fill you in on what's going on afterwards. But let's finish our funeral rites, please." The but it seems like he's still alive. We will tell you. Please let us just finish, and we will inform you what's going on shortly. He, he, and the the man with the with the badge has a sword at his side and a, a large shield with a similar crest sort of painted onto the wood of his shield, and he says uh, <laughs> he says that he uh, he says no no please as the constable here you you must allow this to continue there's nobody being harmed constable as a fellow man a fellow holy sorry a fellow holy dwarf how can I help. Perhaps cleanse this unholy taint from this once-deceased body? Well, the the priest is quite good, and we have... But let let us finish the rites, and we will be able to seal him away. There's some, like, audible muttering coming from the crowds, and, like, you hear a couple of children crying, and... Does any of the crowd or the constable or the priest react to Luke's presence? No. Who is sort of following the furthest back person of y'all. But pretty visible to the uh, crowd in general? Yeah. In other words, they've seen him, didn't blink an eye to it. Yeah, they didn't seem to. I will let you proceed. Uh, You hear some of the crying and continue, and they start to... This funeral procession and the mule is dragging the the cart or the call the up to the graveyard. Do y'all follow it or? Yeah, hey, metagame. All right. So my favorite enemy is undead. Yeah. <laughs> so when it says I get like advantages, like wisdom, like survival checks or anything. Sure. Is do I have like a sixth sense to understand like? Maybe this guy is being buried alive, or maybe he's reanimate. You know, like you don't get the sense that anyone feels malicious here. Like, do it, do it at uh, insight. Insight, yeah. Insight roll. Um, nine. Yeah, mm. everyone has the best intentions here. Like, they're obviously doing something that is necessary. I know. I guess I'm talking about for my like favorite enemy type or whatnot because I get like bonuses to intelligence checks or whatnot. Like if I don't have to... I don't have like a detect evil like a paladin right. or anything. Right. But I don't we have, have a that. paladin. Yeah, should. But I was just curious for my own knowledge. Detect evil. <laughs> I don't have that. Aww. Not at level one. The yeah, you do. He yeah. can detect, Divine sense. He yeah. can detect the presence <laughs> of certain types of creatures. The presence of strong evil registers on your senses, like a noxious <laughs> odor. 
As an action, you can open your awareness to detect such forces. Until the end of your next turn, you know the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within 60 feet of you. Number of Feature number of times equal to 1 plus your charisma modifier. The, oh, the divine sense? Uh, yes. That's okay. it. So you can kind of detect this. Sure. <laughs> Just go, <laughs> we'll do that. Blood. <laughs> do you smell that? Or the lack thereof. Zombies <laughs> have really low blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they don't eat carbs. Hold still. <laughs> Hold still. They're on that keto. <laughs> yep. Sure, I will do the divine sense. There's something undead inside that box. Awesome. I point to him. It's undead. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, and then I'll tell the priest. You're bearing I, something. I think he they says, know. Says, <laughs> y- yes. It is unfortunate. Uh, this. Let me finish it for the sake of the village. Please let me finish, and then we will discuss this soon. We can fix this issue. Part, part, pardon my compatriots. We'll leave you to your work. Meta again? Maybe sure. you should have done this on Luke. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he would know. He, he, that's the only undead he sees. He feels in sixties. Okay, sixty feet. Gentlemen, let's let let's leave them to their good work. I motion them to come back and stand in the back. So, it, <laughs> as the as the coffin shakes again, the priest waves his holy symbol of the box. This was Jeremiah. Be still, and it seems to calm down for a moment. Uh, you, they they keep going, continuing up the hill towards the cemetery. Uh, they get to a gate. Great big. The walls are about ten feet tall all around the cemetery, and the gate is a great big metal gate where you could, you couldn't really fit even your arm through it. The bars are very close together, but you can't see through. Uh, uh, someone who seems to be standing there meets the cart. Uh, he directs he directs it into, and the person who is at the gate uh, walks over to like a. Uh, a large wall structure. It's like a, and it's got lots of uh, vaults, <laughs> like doors. It's it's a big cube, and then one side has openings. Some are still open, and they are all about coffin shaped, thankfully. And then they lift one this coffin in there, and they push it through, and then uh, they put another capstone on top of it. And you see them putting mortar around the edges. They're mortaring this up and they're setting it and put like wax strips over it as well. And the ceremony eventually stops and the crowd starts to disperse. Uh, the attendants who had the coffin, they take the cart back down into the into this village. That finishes. The constable sort of walks off and looks at me and says, thank you for not interfering further. If you want to know more, please, you can stop by. Stop by my home and office. He says it tells you we're in the village where it is off the square. Gentlemen, I think you should take you should t- talk to the constable. I'm going to take Luke to the the church to see if we can get him healed. I feel his mind is damaged. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, let's go to the constable. I go to the constable. I'm going to take Luke to the church. Uh, okay. Or apothecary or healer or whatever. Maybe. Yeah, the, 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 the man who is conducting the ceremony introduces himself as 
That's a weird name. John Claude Van Damme. John Claude, where's my notes? <laughs> Introduces himself as Shimon Brucian. Brucia? Uh, Brucian. I'm going to actually pronounce it somewhat Frenchy. Brucian. Brucian. So, Brucian. Uh, can I get a spelling of that, please? B R U C I A N. Okay. Um, he, he recognizes. You as a fellow man of the cloth. <laughs> says that, uh, he says that his church is sort of indeterminately worships many of the deities of good and neutral. Um, generally in service to law and neutrality. So he, he said, I, I fulfill the needs for a diverse group of 300 people. But you saw there is unfortunate, but it, it is, there has been a, some cause of certain people who have died in the village rising as the undead. Uh, not in the traditional like going to the remains but within moments of them dying. And it has caused much unrest in the village. And that is what you saw as us sealing them away to ensure that they do not rise. Otherwise I, no one is sick. No one has, There has not been special some problems of course and a disappearance or two but have you had enough priests to work together to make a hallowed ground? The land of the church and such is, but we could not consecrate and keep it up for an entire village. Hmm. So, my uh, my compatriot here... He does do an insight check? A small print, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, 20. He looks... He is trying not to let on how surprised he is to see Luke. He acts slightly surprised, but he is trying. He is obviously, to you, quite surprised. But he's trying to let on that he's only slightly surprised. It seems there were there seem to be indicators of this man coming from your village. Have you not found a way to cure his madness? No, he. I found him out in the swamp actually, and I brought him food and water, which I think you saw out there. Mm-hmm. I take clothes and things every few days, and he's been out there for a while. He used to be from the village, yes. He lived... I'm surprised. Did he follow you back to the village? He did. Are you okay, Luke? Who seems just... He does acknowledge the voice and turns towards it. And he says, Shining sky of light shall all the turning gutter red over... Sky shining, and and, and Brucian looks quite perturbed by it. But he's been like this for several several weeks. Hmm. I took pity upon him just to make sure he stays all right. Would. Have you detect, have you seen if his mind has been tainted by evil or uh, I do not have a match or ma- a magical melody? I do not have great stores or blessings, and most of the things I do is through potions or scrolls. Uh, I can administer rites and help people, but I am not entrusted with all the blessings my faith would bestow most people of our profession. Then with time, rest, and support, can I try and 
find out what's wrong with this man. Yes, I would, of course, be happy for someone to be healed. So, metagame, I'm trying to get to... Because, like, I have to unlearn and relearn non-relevant spells and burn all of my uh, cleric oh, yeah. spells. You just, you just okay. pray. Okay. You just, yeah, you can... Don't yeah. forget to roll After edge. A, <laughs> on a, <laughs> pre-edge it. No, on their long rest, you can change what spells you want to do. Mm-hmm. So if you want to spend a day trying to figure it out, you can. I also kind of want to spend a long rest to go back to the spells that are relevant for adventuring versus uh, detective work. Okay. Well, he he says uh, he he says well, if you need a place to stay, I I, I mean I only have a plate, two beds. That's for me and the occasional helper to help administer uh, rights or sick people. So uh, we don't have anything you'd want to stay in. Uh, there is an inn. The inn is called the Full Moon Inn. And it is very nice. Accommodates travelers regularly. The f- the full moon inn. Yep, that is uh, in a town infested with undead. Theoretically, infestation is a strong word. We've done our best <laughs> to keep it low. Okay. Um, well, I'll need to, st- if, with your permission, uh, or blessing, as the case may be. <laughs> I'd like to stay here and try and resolve this as quickly as possible. You're welcome to try. Okay. So that's what I'm going to do for a few hours. Okay. All right. The long rest is eight hours. Y'all got there when? Nightfall? I mean... The long rest was four it's eight hours. hours. Oh, okay. It's the evening. Yeah, I mean, you got there at the evening and they were t- like, it's about to be sundown in shortly. Okay. So basically in the morning you can begin your investigation. Okay. Yeah. So Do you want to stay at the church overnight? He's well, going to sleep in his house because it's attached. Can Luke stay here while I go inform my friends of what I'm going to be doing? Um, or should I bring him with me? If he'll stay. The problem was he went out to the swamp by himself. So, hmm. But uh, he can stay here. He's welcome to. Luke, will you... Can you stay here? And does he? Can he acknowledge it anyway? Okay. Sort of looking out the window. All right. Well, I mean, I guess I'll I'll traipse off and and <clears throat> if he doesn't follow me, can you please watch over him? I will do my best. Thank you. All right. That's what I'm gonna do. Luke follows you. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I figured. All right. Now, y'all three, we're gonna go to the constable. Yep. All right. Uh, the constable's name is. He introduces himself as Grimmin. So, okay, um, welcome to Terrascon. We have the normal rules. Don't kill, don't steal, don't take other people's wives. That's the normal way things are. Um, we, If you're on your way to Port Diatur, you'll need to wait for the storm to break or else the river and the ford and the ferry will be washed out. So, When did the storm begin? It's been building for days now. We're all sort of... There's a one other traveler at the end also waiting to get to Fort uh to Port de Tour, but nobody wants to chance the several miles journey if it's gonna be washed out by the time they get there. We keep saying we should have gone yesterday, but look at it. He sort of wet gets it out the window and you yeah. as if on cue, lightning and thunder. You see a flash of lightning and then thunder rumbles. Strangely Although, coincidental, huh? It's amazing what can happen when the guy who wants stuff to happen is in charge of the game. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all are um, a group of d- 
dwarves plus one. Well, there's uh, another dwarf. Maybe you people would like to get together or something. He might know something about. Is he the other traveler? No, no, uh, the storekeeper. Oh. Uh, the the general storekeeper was a dwarf from outside. He tells us stories about where he came from. Halls of mount- mountains. I've never seen the mountains. <laughs> we're on a mountain as far as we're concerned here. <laughs> but it's uh, Druno. Druno, who's uh, the general store owner. His family is also dwarven. I'm sorry, I don't know much more about dwarves other than that. <laughs> he's a dwarf, and he comes from dwarves. And sometimes y'all might like to hang out together. <laughs> and play sports. Like dwarf ball. <laughs> Smaller. <laughs> Shorter filled. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So when, when, uh, when did the zombie... Undead. When did the uh, when did we, this start happening? Well, we noticed that a couple there's been a there's been a couple murders and a couple disappearances, and I'm I'm very it's eating up all my time trying to figure out the murders, much less why some of them then turned into zombies. I'm not in charge of anything supernatural here. I just you just police and, police I'm job trying to fix what keep people in line and uh, unfortunately one of them was my son Colin so it's been hard getting anything it's only been two weeks it's only been two weeks has has this seemingly plague affected any of the uh, pre-existing dead people in your town we're not I mean I've never seen anything like this and I lived here my whole life Thirty something years. I mean, th- those in in the uh, already buried and deceased have they shown signs of waking? Like those what? that say it again. <laughs> people that are already passed away. People that are already in the cemetery. Oh, like the, from twenty years ago? Right. No, no, only the recent. Only very recently. Yeah. And those that have been dying, you've just been. Casing them up in the mausoleum up there. If we find the body, sometimes it's just... Sometimes there's people missing and all we find is a large amount of blood. But I'm saying the ones... How many others like Jeremiah are there just bound in chains up upon the hill? Uh, nine. No, no, no. Not nine have been turned into the undead. But there's been a total of nine people missing. Or dead. Okay. So how many... Which is... I mean, we don't normally have nine people die in a whole year. So I guess you're looking for some help then. It would be much appreciated. And if you're able to, I can. But if you're just passing through, I understand. Well... I may have some experience with the undead. He eyes you suspiciously. As if he's trying to figure out how to interpret that comment. Did you cause this? I wouldn't pick up on the social cue of what he's doing. <laughs> okay. So all those acting classes you took. Just no, his character's mildly sociopathic. <laughs> the but not in a harmful way. He says my son was the second one. He just 
fell to the ground, dead, healthy, 14, 15 years old. An able-bodied man, but dead. And he's buried up there with the rest? I I can't go visit. I, I don't want to. Okay. Well, I may be of some assistance. I may start my investigation up there. Okay. He seems quite resigned. Like, he's obviously depressed. You don't need to be... You don't have to have social skills. Understand? He's crazy. He's pretty depressed. <laughs> Lighten up, man! It's only your son. <laughs> yeah, you're in jail now. <laughs> <laughs> he has a couple cells in there, capable of holding like four or five people. Well, I'm only Just... half a person, so. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like a palace for you, right? But it, he, he said, "He says y'all do need." I'm sorry, it is getting late, and curfew will be over in a couple hours. Will be in for, but as much as happening, I've tried to ask everyone to stay in their homes at night, so that way they have the strength of being with their families. But since y'all don't have any local contacts here, please go stay at the Full Moon Inn. It's the it's the one nice place, and you'll see a few people in the common room still until curfew. Okay. He tells you where it is, which is. Sort of on the square. Okay. Let's go to the inn. Alright. The rest of y'all? We're going Bye. to the inn. No, well. I'm going to go to the general store real quick. Okay. Uh, as you get there, you see a dwarf. Uh, sort of slight of stature. But he's turning and locking the, locking the, the front door. And you see him like closing shutters like storm shutters from the outside not security ones that would be from the inside oh. hello friend well met uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, cousin <laughs> uh, yeah he, he is quite he turns around and he's very friendly um, and I'm Oh, right, a kinsman. I'm Durano. I've been here for many years. What, where do you hail from? I'm Rick. I come from the hills. Rick? Rick. The Rolling Hills. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe they are naming our sons different things where you come from. They are not. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that I'm locking up shop. Is there <clears throat> anything urgent that you need, or... I'm sure it's any of the small amenities you might need, the innkeeper will be able to provide for you if you forgot something. Oh, I just wanted to see a friendly face. Well, that's good of you to say. He's a friendly friendly face, and someone to share a pint with might be nice. Um, stop by the store tomorrow, and we'll see if we can get you outfitted with anything you need. That'll sound good. All right. Um, well, have, have a good evening. If you want a beer, I will be at the inn. Good, well met, and have a good night. Stay safe. Always. And you see him walk along, and he seems to go inside another door that leads into the building, but on the back side. After he finishes shutting all the shutters. I go to the end. Shutting all the shutters. All right. Uh, when you go to the end, when you show up, it is uh, it is one of the only multi-story buildings in the whole, whole place. This is the church. That is about it, actually. Um, 
It is a there's a fence that surrounds it. It's two stories. There's an attached stable. Um, there's more people like sort of leaving as you all show up. Um, but it, it it's a large common room, a bar, dozen tables. Uh, you see someone finishing food. Uh, a man greets y'all. No, I mean, obviously, in the village of like 300, strange faces are quickly recognized. Especially strange faces like y'all have. And so, he so introduces, strange. <laughs> introduces himself as Gerald. I'm Gerald. He's sort of half balding, but he's got the big beard. And the, the, the back of his head is still got hair. Sort of got like a mullet beard. <laughs> but he's, he's very friendly. He introduces you to his wife, Henrietta, their daughter, his, and there's four barmaids. And his son takes, you see this, like a teenager running back and forth, uh, who's a junior. And like, he quickly arranges for you to have a room and uh, asks if you have horses to stable or anything like that. I ask if I don't have any type of money and I feel more comfortable sleeping outside, kind of near the stable, if that would be all right. You could make a bed of hay out there. We keep the place fenced so animals can't get out, but it usually keeps most people out too. But, I mean, if there's going to be a storm, you're welcome to stay in. We have some pallets that can fill the common room when we're much more full. I'll be okay. All right. Well, I mean, it's no coin out of my purse, <laughs> so I suppose so. That's what you want to do. I offer up to rent three rooms for everybody else. Oh, okay. <clears throat> what was that? I can't Are you hear. You at the church? I was. It was kind of meta. I was saying that uh, Thorne is staying at the church. Oh no, he went to the inn after he was done at the church, right? Well, yeah, I like to actually rest, but like trying to use the resources of the church. But I um, thought the bed was at the he, church. He oh, doesn't get anything. No, he had one, but it sucks. Uh, okay. Besides a few liturgical books, it doesn't have any like an altar type thing. Okay. But. So largely irrelevant. All right. As you all sit down, one of the barmaids, who seems to be a bit more tragedy than the others, she introduces herself as, uh, I didn't make this up, Katha? Spell it. K-A-T-H-A. Katha? Katha. Like Kathy, but with the... Without the commitment of the... <laughs> the last letter, all right? I didn't realize letters were such a commitment. <laughs> yeah, you get some of those, like, strings of consonants, Cause it's, man. Well, but that's the thing. It's it's only sometimes why. <laughs> that's yeah. not a commitment. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Kathy offers... She gets you drinks and meals, and it's actually very, like, it's good, warm food. There's some good stuff. You had not had nice warm food like this? Besides the frog legs, and has it been four or five nights since you left the peninsula? So. Oh, I didn't know it was that long. You all camped the night you were left. Mm-hmm. Camped again. So this will be the third night? Third night. Oh, the peninsula meaning the inn. I yeah, thought you were talking about the peninsula inn. as the island. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then with the... The, the the gypsy people. So that's three nights, and then this is your fourth. Okay. So I hadn't had like a unopened 
I bed not to the stars <laughs> in four days. How much are the rooms going to cost? Like a silver or two a day. Okay. Ten silver equal one gold. So it's pretty cheap. The whole party can stay for half a gold. That's fine. I get four a day. Okay. All right. I, they're 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 not Spartan. They're not like plush either. They don't look terribly well used. They probably make more money from the locals coming to drink than they do from travelers staying. Um, you only see one other guy that seems to be a little bit out of place. Doesn't have the same accent of everybody else here. Which they do. They do have a per, like a perceptible accent of common that you. None of you remember speaking, but there's a, there's one guy that uh, Gerald tells you that's Duncan Delute. Well, Delute, Duncan Delute, Duncan Donut, Delute, Donut, Donut, Delute. Oh, okay. He, he's a, <laughs> yeah. He conducts business. He's he actually works up uh, as an agent for part for businesses up in Port de Tour, but. Uh, you know, tradesman type guy, but he just, he's trapped in town too, waiting for the storm. He, uh, Gerald says he doesn't blame him. I mean, there were people died last time. It's within an hour of it ra- starting to rain. The river washes out and sleeps people right off the bridge. So. Well, when we sit down, I break out my dragon chest, Lord, and start setting it up. <laughs> you okay. Yeah, you were, you're. You're willing to find a game if you want to, a local. And actually, several people come over to like look at it and marvel at it. And they remark at how nice it is and how beautiful the chess set is. Well, thank you. If anybody would like to play, I'll buy you a pint. You have a line of people who would like to play. <laughs> <laughs> but most of the regular people leave quickly once they realize the time. So it's, it's uh, the barmaids sort of sitting around chatting, not much to do, and Duncan willing to play uh, and that's about it he, he, you both have a couple questions about he's like well the way we play there's a few rules differences like I, you know like, oh, no, it's pretty, I'm pretty sure I know the rules but he's like no 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 this is how we play it around here no we'll play it your way then right. you're willing to adapt and make an intelligence check oh wisdom check thank you <laughs> <laughs> I got a fifteen. Yeah, you win. Or sixteen. You win, but it's not it's not necessarily close. But you didn't run away with it either. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all turning in for the night, I guess. Um, where in the is the inn at the center of town? More or less. Okay. It's within the middle of that hashtag. Right? You're right. Right. And there's like two roads that go off east west, and two roads that go northwest. North and south. Um, do I feel like I know the storm is going to hit that night? You're pretty sure it's going to hit like any pretty soon. So when I stay out in the stable, I'm going to try to. Can I see like the graveyard from where my position uh, is? It's too dark now. You think during the day you could see up to it? Okay. I'm. It gets dark really fast around. Like as soon as the sun hits this horizon, the dark the darkness really does seem to like be trying to creep in rather than just 
fade away. All right. Um, I'm going to kind of like nestle and hide myself somewhere like in the hay so that way I'm not completely like laying out <laughs> in the open and expose and keep kind of a keen eye because if there's something afoot. Like game? A hoof? Also, something a hoof? Uh-huh. <laughs> gotcha. Then, are there any other like, horses in the stables? Uh, there's one. It looks like it's Duncan. It, the only other person that you know traveling is Duncan. Okay. All right. Before I turn in, I'll go out and be like, you want this waterproof tarp? No, I won't want my presence to be known. Okay. I'll put it back in my bag and I go upstairs to but, the room. thank you for thinking of me. You're welcome, friend. That shows a level <laughs> of friendship. <laughs> All right. Anyone else doing anything? Hanging out? Can I, like, can you take 20 in this game? I know you used to be able to. What do you want to do in all this? Medicine. Oh, you really take your time looking at Luke? Yeah. I mean, Luke follows y'all, and he follows you to the end. And he's, uh, he's hanging out. He's, he's, I mean, if people are giving him an eye every once in a while, they're not. Recognition doesn't seem to be real strong. Yeah. But he, um, he seems to mutter every once in a while, but he sits real close to the fire. Still has a lantern with him. Mm-hmm. That's everything. He seems to f- keep finding oil for it. Okay. Whether he had it on his pers- person or whatever. It was in his uh, tube socks. <laughs> you, can, you do it. At, you, you don't think he has any ailment that you're aware of. Like, it's not digestion thing and it's not his eyes track light like they react to it but he seems to be focused on something in the distance like something of bigger importance is out there so you just hang out in the common room trying to figure out what's going on with Luke or you do it in a room um I was gonna uh, if I'm while I'm doing the medicine check I'll uh hang out yeah we'll go ahead and hang out in the common room right. while I'm trying to figure them out and see if anybody reacts like in a way like interested okay with my dealings with the, this young man okay and are you doing anything bard uh i are, are there any people left in the common room duncan the barmaids there's four of them I'll the just family in, members sit in the corner and play my lute <clears throat> one of them comes over he's there. playing his favorite song like cat cat cafe cafe girl she's she like Play a loot really well. Why, thank you. What is your name? Katha. I told you earlier when I served you food and drink. Oh, right. Sorry, I was very hungry. Oh, that's okay. Where, where, where are you all from? I've been everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where everyone else is from, but I'm I'm from under the mountain. Mount, I've heard about mountains. Yeah. Never seen one. They don't seem to be around here. Yeah. It's pretty I'm flat from, here. Very far from home. Are they exciting? Is it? It's quite beautiful. The halls are grand, very large. There's halls inside the mountains. Yes. They like they carve it out of solid rock. Yep. We are yeah. expert miners. That must be really exciting. It is. It's very very fun. Nothing exciting happens here except for lately. Yeah, uh, this is exciting in a different level. Yeah, I mean, like a week ago. 
This guy, Frank Coy. Francois. Francois. <laughs> F-R-A-N-C-O-I-S. Francois. Francois. This local guy. <laughs> he fell. <laughs> Francois fell dead right here in the common room, like where you're sitting. Bum, bum, bum. I, well, I was taking a break in the kitchen. What was he eating or drinking? Oh, it's just the usual. I mean, nothing like it wasn't like a bad turn of lamb or anything. Oh, this was not like retching, goes to the outhouse, dies the next morning type thing. This is like he was halfway to his mouth, and then it fell over and was dead. That's shocking. Yeah, it was really crazy. But the thing I I just just. Did he get this right when people started, like right before people started yelling about it? There was this horrible odor coming from outside. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, not, it, it wasn't so bad it would kill you. I mean, it's, it's bad. I work in a kitchen, right? There's some bad smelling stuff in the kitchen every once in a while. But, so did everybody smell it or just Francois? I don't think he even smelled it. I smelled it. Whoever mm. smelled it dealt it. <laughs> So b- b- she swoons. <laughs> <laughs> Such quick wit. <laughs> Did, uh... <laughs> he must be the bard. Look at that. <laughs> but no, I, I smelled this weird thing. Went into the common room to talk about it. Everyone screamed because Francois fell over. And, and they were carting him off to get buried. You know, I forgot about that smell until we were talking about it. Have you encountered it more than once? No, but Fiora, one of the other ladies uh, who lives in the village, she said she smelled it too. Lock your doors. Keep the stench out, just in case. Okay. Did you notice any new villagers, uh, new uh, visitors to your town before this started happening? No, it's been real quiet with the winter just ending and everything. No one was making travel during the winter. Hmm. Swamps suck. Mountains are sound really awesome. I bet win- mountains in the winter are really pretty. And there's nothing as bad as swamps. A few days ago, did you see a caravan roll through here? Um, not caravan, but the local Vistani people moved on. Meta, is that the people that we started with? You don't know. Okay. Never heard of them. Okay. They, they sort of live in wagons. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Sometimes they visit. Sometimes they move on. They never stay in town. We don't see them inside the inn. They stay in their wagons. Yeah. That's, that's not am I, right. am, can, I, can we all hear that? Well, except, except him. Can <coughs> me and the dwarves? Oh, you're up in the room. Can the three I? dwarves. Can, yeah. Can I? <laughs> I hope. There used to be seven of I us. <laughs> There, there was, was there, there was an accident. <laughs> we'll talk a, about mi- accident. a mining accident. <laughs> um, don't put Dopey in charge of the beam supporting the mine. In fact, that's what you don't do. Can I? Can I hear? Like, am, like, can I? Like, kind of listen. Not, Sleepy was on not, watch. <laughs> not over. Not purposely listen in, but listen, but be hearing while I'm doing this. It was like it's mining gas. We thought he just fell asleep again, but apparently he died. <laughs> it's like our canary. Sleepy fell asleep. Get out. All right, never mind. Sorry. We lost three of our brothers. You were trying to do actually something pertinent to the game, and then I started making dwarf jokes. Yeah, that's fine. 
Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, he's he's listening in on our. Am I am I hearing what he's saying? That's all I'm asking. Like, yeah, am you, I close sure. enough? Ish. Yeah, it's not a big room. So I was say, how far away is he playing his lute? I don't. Know. And is it doing anything? To, right in the uh, middle, so everybody can hear it. I was about to say, is does your uh, playing have any? Uh, it's glorious. Magical, magical, restorative properties? effects. Restorative properties. Not really. No. Okay. Just. Uh, He's got to be jamming. It makes the it makes the girls swoon. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why Kathy came over and started talking to me. Chicks dig guys a guitar. I'm this close to getting her number. Her number. Shredding on his axe. Her number's seven. Yeah. <laughs> she told me which carrier pigeon she uses to go from her house. I never get any service with this carrier. <laughs> pigeon. Which is weird because it's just a big flat swamp. <laughs> I have a blog in it. All right. Yeah, she, Kathy tells you basically where this Fiora lady lives. She's like, but she doesn't speak to anybody. So don't worry about it. Say that again. Fiora, the lady, the other lady smells. She doesn't it. what? She doesn't talk to anybody. Just talking to me? Okay. No. She only talks to me because I mentioned the smell. Okay. All right. I'll turn in. Yeah. Okay. The night. Hold on. Passes uneventfully. Mm. As far as you know. <laughs> you wake up at dawn, daylight, as is your custom in the hay stable, and head in for some food, I guess. I'm going to wait. Don't wait. Okay. Uh, Luke literally just like lays down on your floor. Keeps following you around. But is he still chanting and sleeping? He seems or? to. He seems to like his eyes closed while he sleeps. Mm-hmm. But you are very rudely awakened by the shutters flying open and Luke just like almost yelling. Seventh thus unto the sun, the time to rise. Eternity names and cries. And then he like lights all the lanterns and the torch and not torch but lanterns and has like four of them in the room but like within a minute of you waking up okay um i'm gonna go ahead and do uh protection from evil and good on him on him mm-hmm. okay how long does that last about tree fitty tree fitty until three fifty in the afternoon <laughs> <clears throat> i'm gonna go ahead and get Get up, up, and... up to up to ten minutes. Up to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do I notice any change? No. Mm. If he was underneath the influence of some kind of magical mal- mal- malady, you'd think it'd be over by now. So, are you, what are y'all doing? Uh, I'm getting up, and I'm going. Down to get breakfast. I'm not high enough level to cast the spell I need for uh, see issue. And it's for me and him. Remove curse. I'm oh. sorry. Hold on. Crosstalk. What are you saying, Izzy? <laughs> I'm getting up. I'm gonna go downstairs get breakfast for me and him, and meet him out in the stables. Oh, okay. Are you coming in for breakfast? I was just going to stay out there and watch kind of the rustlings of the town. 
Okay. Now, you, I mean, you see like a baker open. You see shops opening. Um, you can. He, uh, people are starting to walk around and do stuff. Uh, you see some people heading out out of the village, out the roads, to the outskirts of the village to start their farming. I don't think anything like out of place or suspicious. I, you don't see any hood figures cl- skulking. No, no, but like, <laughs> is every does every does every house seem to have like some type of life teeming about it? Or, um, we'll say from what you can see from where you are. Yeah. Alright. What are y'all doing? Eat breakfast. Breakfast is good. Yeah. Mm. I actually tell them friends. I'm glad that once again we get to break bread. But there's something unsettling on my mind that I cannot get rid of. What is it, friend? They're locking up the undead and leaving them be up in the cemetery. I think it's cruel. Do you think it's... Um... <laughs> Free-range zombies, guys. <laughs> Do you think maybe it's H3. causing the problem to be worse than it needs to be? Uh, I don't think it's helping the situation. So I think I'm going to start investigating and start tracking some of these areas. You See think... if any of them have left or any of them have... You think maybe uh... they're using them up at the cemetery for strange necromancy practices? Oh, that'd be bad. I don't think anybody's doing family that bad. Like that's well. I mean, maybe there's like maybe there's somebody hidden up there, and they're. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, just maybe I'll go mm-hmm. ask him questions. And... Well, let's go bust open that grave we saw nope. them do yesterday. Just don't go alone. Take one of us with you. Okay. You can all go if you want. I volunteer as tribute. Let's all go. <laughs> tribute. Well, I'll go to the cemetery. Okay. Yeah, we can start there, there, and then I'd like to go to some of these rooms and investigate if we can. All right. Sounds good. All right. I'll I'll take myself and Luke. Actually, I'll let you guys know. Luke acted very strangely this morning. He got very loud, burst open everything, and lit everything as if it were foretelling something that were. Trying to keep the darkness away. Mm-hmm. I imagine it's not sunny when the "quote unquote" dawn happens. What does the weather look like? Um, yeah, I mean, you see dark clouds, but there is like, and there's a palpable humidity, but you don't. There's no rain. And lightning and thunder has sort of gone away, but you. Like, all your ranger, I lived outdoors for 20 years since, are like, it's got to rain. Like, yeah, it didn't rain last night. Yeah, like, it, you, nobody got wet. It's, 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 it's odd that it happened this long. Okay. Off to the cemetery. All right. It's a, it sits on a small rise overlooking the town. Uh, it's dubbed Cemetery Hill, because they've got big... Expansive creative minds in this village. Not Melancholy Hill. <laughs> uh, it's ten foot high stall, stone wall surrounds it. And you walk up and there are iron gates on the south side that provides access. Now it, it's... Uh, there seems to be two. Right? There's a... There's the outside wall and then there's a further... You see inside the gate a further wall. Like a, a older cemetery. And that inside wall is completely overgrown with um, ivy and plants, and trees are right up against the wall. Like, 
and it looks like it hasn't been kept up. But the outside one has, and the iron gates swing open, which are open right now and unlocked. Um, you can you walk. They seem to be even on the hill, burying everybody above ground due to the like water table or something, right? You you'd guess they just there's no graves. It's all mausoleums, vaults, above ground stone like just waist high stones that something was put inside of. And most of them don't even look like they're particularly sealed like you saw the last... Like you watched that one be mortared and grouted on. Um, there's several dozen stacked vaults, uh, which are like the affordable ones. Um, and you look around. Uh, roll a investigation, everybody. Eighteen. Alright, what else? Four. Okay. I got a fifteen. Alright. Is that a ten? Ten. Alright. The fifteen and the... Eighteen. Eighteen. The, the people who have died in the last few weeks, that there... That there are not nine. There's not nine of them. There's only like four or five. And that theirs have the ed- the edges have been broken open, like with hammers or chisels, or torn apart. And they lay like like someone put the tops back, but didn't put all the pieces back. So, like they were pretending it was closed, but it's not. And they've been opened, and the seals have been broken, so. including the one that was buried. Yeah, when you you don't you don't see that. That one seems like it was still sealed. The one you, if you investigate, but you notice that there's like four or five that have been broken open, and but the older ones, nothing's happened. Like if it's a hundred years old, there's nothing, nothing different, and they don't have years. You're just going by like the age of the stone and the weathering of the writing and all this other stuff. <laughs> well, y'all are masters in that. So. Yeah, <laughs> these are my stone cutting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're all dwarves. We get it. This is easy. Yeah. <laughs> that stone is exactly 137 years old since that's, it was cut. That's why I didn't see it. I can tell by the way it smells. <laughs> give, give, or, give or take a month or two. It's limestone, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we uh, stopped using this marble slab like 500 years ago. But it does look like there were locks on some of these. Okay. Uh, the, the biggest there is the You notice that the biggest mausoleum is the Tarascon mausoleum. Is obviously the most prominent family or whatever. For which the town is named. Most likely. Uh, after searching, looking around for a little bit, a little you hear a little whistle. Who's very really bad at it? Come in with a pushing a squeaky wheelbarrow, and a smaller man comes out. Um. It's the guy who was opening the gates yesterday. He he literally does like a double take when he sees y'all. But then sort of just goes on his way and takes some dirt over. Hey. To be. I wave to him. We have a question for you. Oh, hi. Uh, you're the new people. Yes, my name is Prita. What is your name? I'm Pierrot. Pierrot? Pierrot. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm just going to go 
trim some hedges and put some fertilizer down to keep the place pretty. Would you Would you like some help? Uh, uh. I mean, he like is visibly trying to think <laughs> about what what to do if someone offers help. <laughs> sure, I guess. Yeah, I'd be glad to help if you would answer some questions. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know too much. Sort of just hang out here a lot. Well, that's perfect because there are some things around here that don't look quite right. Maybe you have answers. Okay. What is it? We've noticed that some of the um, more recent entombments are actually open. Yeah. That 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 yes. I don't I don't know who did that. So you didn't see it happen and you didn't hear anything? No, I mean, we don't typically bury people with belongings. I don't know why people would be trying to break into them. There might be one... I mean, people aren't breaking out. Uh, we made sure of that. Did you verify that? Yeah. We put chains around the coffins and we sealed the stuff up with, like, masonry grout. You didn't think it care. was strange that they were undead? No, no, look, undead are weird, and that's scary, and that's why I'm here at night. And when it's nighttime, I go home, and I eat my thing, and I just sleep and hope I wake up. Because there's a lot of people who aren't waking up or falling down over. I heard that old Fiora has something to do with it, and she said that the dead of night is approaching. So, Because she went down to the, one of the Vistani and had her fortune read, and they said that She's going to be part of the big problem. That's why she won't come out. I think she's doing something. Uh, That's what I heard. Okay, thank you for your time. I guess so. Thanks for... Well, we actually didn't do anything yet. I thought we were talking while we were working. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. just sort of like throwing stuff over. Yeah. All right. But I, I, I locked the place up at night, so nobody's getting out of here at night. Okay. And the old cemetery, you can't even open the old cemetery. So, I can't even open the Sealed shut? Yeah, everything's rusted shut and nobody has the keys anymore. Okay. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Awkward. Okay. What are you doing, Dice Climbers? I think we need to set up a uh, a stakeout team. Meet with Fiora. Whatever her name is. I guess you relay all that stuff you learned? Yes. Gentlemen, how much credence are we going to put into fortune telling? I thought it was just a game. I understand now, but it seems they might know what they were talking about. I would agree with Thorin. It seems we've met our merchant so far. There's two, one of which is a one of which is an imposter and not helpful, or one of which is not as helpful and the other. The understated one is supposed to be very helpful to us. I don't know which of our two merchants we should be looking at. <clears throat> but that the merchant that's the most useful should have a companion. Okay. Well. According according to the fortune told. Uh, maybe. If I remember correctly. <laughs> we'll have to listen. <laughs> like our listeners. Or look at the pictures, uh, which we will be posting. By the way, we should have posted with the last episode, but anyways, we'll do that. But we're going to pause now in this 
episode. And we'll see you again soon and find out how they're going to find out who's causing all these problems. And the I was trying to like do this really dramatically and say it in a big booming voice, but I forgot the name of the town. The Klaatu Vrata. In the Marais de Tascon. Terrascon. 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 That's right. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. Follow like us, on, us Facebook. on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Listen to us on other things like iTunes or Google. Email us at dicecrimes. Oh, dicecrimes at gmail.com. And tell us what you're thinking. Tell us whether you like D&D. We're doing a little bit more of an investigative thing, but uh, they'll find fights soon enough, I think. Or not. Or not. Yeah. Or we'll just sit here and like hum into the microphones for like an hour and a half next time. <laughs> I play I wanted to play D D to be a pacifist. Next time on Dice, Dice Crimes. Thanks for listening to Dice Crimes. You can contact us by sending an email to dicecrimes at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Or if you leave a review on iTunes, it will help others find the show. Thanks for listening. <laughs>